Hey everybody, James here. This was supposed to be a quick episode that I put out a few days after we, we recorded, but it turned into a few weeks, and the irony being that in this episode we talk about life getting in the way of things sometimes, and then life got in the way. I already had this episode on my plate, and it sat on the shelf for a little bit as I was dealing with these things, and then when I went back to it, I was reminded of the advice that I gave out in this very episode. So I hope that anyone else going through a hard time can navigate it and come out the other side stronger. I also wanted to send out a personal thank you to everybody who commented on the podcast, either online or to me personally, in the time we've been away. When you have a lot going on, I think outside motivation can be priceless. So this episode is for everybody who has a lot going on. The killer has struck six times since last summer. There is a major new development. Welcome back to A Dark Tale. Thank you for joining us. My name is James, and with me always is the man who once as a boy swallowed an entire cello, leaving him with the voice you hear today. How are you, Joe? Hello. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah, yeah, all those. All those. It's been a while. How you doing tonight? Good. Good. Oh, what did I do? I didn't mess up the recording just now, did I? I don't know. No. Yeah, well, welcome back. 2020, Happy New Year, everybody. We're going to ease into it with just a little side episode. We can start with some updates over the cases we've been through. Yeah, there's not a whole lot to update as far as cases, but, you know, I figure it's uh, chit-chat worthy. Yeah, I don't think anything as far as the Bucks County 4 go. We covered that pretty recently, and there's no new, new, new news. Uh, The newest news I've recently read about was the fact that Sean Kratz was transferred to a more maximum security prison. Oh, okay. And uh, DiNardo as well. I mm-hmm. believe they're both at their final resting place, if you will. Oh, wonderful. So I don't I don't expect an update from that one for a while. Not unless... Uh, they do something in jail. Yeah, something big happens in prison. Um, Lacey Peterson, nothing happened except uh, after we put out that episode, On I logged on to my Hulu and there was a, a series about her like a fictional, like a dramatized series about her, and it was right on my homepage, and I found that very after, strange. After recording? Yeah, like after we put out the episode. Maybe that week. Like, uh, well, that's just strange in general, but now I want to know details. Was it like as we were recording? Because we did three full episodes on it. No, I think it's the series itself is from a few years back, but it just, yeah. it, like, it decided to give that to me. The, the A&E series? I, I, I think so. Lacey, Lacey and Scott, but it was probably like the Lacey Peterson story or something. Yeah, with the actors in it. There's like actors. I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe that's not the Annie. It's a full um, drama series. It's kind of like literally the TV special version of Gone Girl. It's not good. Uh, It's not good. (laughs) Okay. So that's probably not the one I saw. Our podcast is better. Um, yeah, and if you're new to our podcast, this is what these little mini-sodes basically are. It's just James and I kind of getting our banter out for 
you know, whatever reason. So this is what what to expect. Yeah, we got to shake off the rust a little bit. The rust on our vocal cords, the rust on the recording equipment. Yeah, yeah. You know, the holiday cobwebs. It is what it is. We're uh, we're back, and we'll talk about scheduling in a little bit. Yeah, okay. How about your main man, John McAfee? What's he up to? He's still just crazy. He's a, cra- he's a crazy person. He's being a crazy person today. He was a crazy person yesterday, and I'm pretty sure tomorrow he's going to be a crazy person. Yeah. Still, so still wanted him. for murder, right? Wanted for... No, I don't... Uh, Yeah, investigation. I mean, he's, he's just evading pretty much everyone, as yeah, far as I know. I think he's just... In, I, I don't know his current whereabouts. I know he can catch him on Twitter talking about um, Bitcoin and things. I think he's way off Bitcoin. He's way he's into some other cryptocurrencies. Oh, that, that's right. Yeah, um, yeah. That I'm nobody's ever it's heard of. of. No, I, I know it exactly what it is too. Uh, is it Ethereum or something? I have no idea. He's off the reservation, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. He might be a smart guy in some aspects, but John, please come talk to us. I'd like to pick your brain. Not face to face. No, we'll do a... I mean, no, fuck it. Fate felt. I don't want to meet him personally. I would. <laughs> well, now I have to. Damn it. <laughs> Let's see. We did some other cases, so a little more personal cases. Uh, DJ Ficky's case. I don't think there's really an update on that one, uh, the case itself. No, Amanda, uh, DJ's sister, is in somewhat of a bad way health-wise. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think... Uh, you know, the case has taken its toll on her physically and emotionally. Yeah, she needs all the support she can get. Um, she's she's obviously had a rough go of it, and things haven't exactly gotten better for it. So, But you can follow that case at Justice for DJ. Yes. Uh, we have an episode dedicated to DJ Ficky, and um, Amanda is featured on there. We wish her all the best. Mm-hmm. Send her your thoughts, prayers, anything she can get. She needs a lot of... Uh, support in terms of getting something done for her brother because uh that that investigation is at a dead standstill mm-hmm. as it as it is today yeah. it's pretty infuriating a friend of mine uh mentioned to me she was going through her backlog and she said that one kind of stood out to her she was like so they just didn't do anything they just they looked at all those you know it's amazing i listen to a lot of different true crime podcasts and most of what I prefer personally are like the more series oriented podcasts mm-hmm. where they focus on one case for, you know, sometimes 15, 20 episodes. Like deep dives. Deep, deep dives. Yeah. And uh, I'm talking about the podcaster where investigative journalist is moving to the location where. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, really going all in. And, um, it seems a lot of the times in these small cases like DJs, it uh, that happens a lot where the, mm-hmm. the the case comes to some sort of a standstill for whatever reason, be it lack of evidence or lack of initiative. But in DJ's case, it's uh, it's something different, and uh, so Amanda needs a lot of help there. Yeah. A similar case, we we interviewed Sarah Turney, who was also seeking justice in this case for her sister. Still fighting hard, and she's she's doing very well um, in terms of spreading the word. She's nonstop. Yeah, uh, her case, um, her sister Alyssa Turney went missing. She believes her father to to be the culprit behind it, and she 
She feels very passionately about it. And you can hear a case on our episode. She, we interview her directly. And I think a update, small update on her case. She mentioned on our episode, she was trying to get some billboards. Well, she's got her first one coming. Yeah. She's taking out some uh, polling on Twitter as the, some things it could say, you know? Yeah, and these billboards are kind of, uh, you've probably seen them. Uh, they're the big missing billboards with the big picture of the victim and all the information to the right, the big phone number, and any other contact information. Yeah. Sarah, I believe, went said she was going for three of them, and this is one of three. Did she say three or were, I, no? Were we no? I think we just used the three billboards analogy. I, that, she was just trying to get a billboard. Yeah, but that's, she that's she, probably she got case. a billboard, and uh, I think that was her goal. But it's coming. So uh, props to her. You can hear a quick recap of the story through her words on uh, our episode, or you can check out her podcast, Voices for Justice. Twitter is at vfjpod. Yeah. Thank you again to Sarah for that first and. So far, only interview. That was great. Yeah, no, and and Amanda too. Um, just two people who are willing to share their story, their deeply personal stories, and uh, we we really encourage that. Yeah, a lot of our listeners have sent us have sent us a lot of case suggestions and a lot of information about cases that are, uh, you know, kind of off the main radar of 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 the true crime community. So we have we do have a backlog of of people reaching out and I promise all of you we will get to them and um, you know just keep them coming we love it I have to address something the Israel Keys episode I went back and listened to it and I we've gotten some criticism over this or a lot of people felt like uh, we didn't have a whole lot of information on it mm. and we got some things wrong. And I think it would be prudent to maybe go back, the both of us listen and listen to it together and give everybody some notes on, on what we did wrong. Now, and I say that on the on the recording because... You know, I want to. I want to be held accountable for that. Okay. I don't. I don't think. I think we've been very forward about about what we pretty much are. And in that episode, I even remember trying to be clear that it was really hard to get the facts of the play by play of the night she was kidnapped. I remember that being very hard to like well, nail down timeline wise. Some of the notes that I've gotten are more about overall content that we didn't cover enough. Oh, okay. And, well, uh, yeah, it absolutely. Won't. Yeah, so that's why I'm saying maybe we should go back and 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 look at the notes we had and yeah, well, we can recover we can that. Do that at some point down the line. Hundred percent. In fact, I, I wish we if we had uh, prepped a little more for this episode, we could have done it in yeah, this one. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's one thing. That's what that this... we we kind of we never looked back on Israel Keys mm-hmm. maybe as much as we should have. Yeah, and uh, I think some people have let us know. So yeah. Which is great. Yeah, so I think we're going to address that finally. I don't want anybody to think that we're ignoring them or anything like that. No, not at all. Especially when we ask for so much feedback and we actually get it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Looking back, what uh, 
what were some of these episodes you liked making? I mean, obviously that interviewing Sarah was a, a highlight for me. Yeah, I was especially nervous, and I was I was really happy to that she could have done that. Um, I learn a little bit. Actually, I learn a lot with every new episode. Oh yeah, every episode I'm learning something. Uh, as far as production goes, yeah, I think as far as art goes in terms of the podcast itself i mean we are creating the narrative of what actually happened but yeah we're creating a narrative of facts we're not right, putting yeah. anything no, of our own no there's no other way. than our own opinion into what we're saying no the content itself is already mostly written we can't restructure a factual narrative the way we deliver it is is mostly up to us, and that's that's right. that's basically telling the story, and we we get to choose the font, you know. Yeah, that's yeah, more or less. And uh, editing as well, you know. I don't do as much as you do as far as editing editing goes, but um, I'm picking it up as I go, and I, like you said, we're both learning. I think with each new episode, and I think with each I'm, new loving episode, and, I'm loving this, and I'm loving and the feedback has been has been great whether it's criticism or or praise and encouragement it's it's all good and i look at it all even the negative i look at as positive so good that 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 this is a good time and that's ever hang on. oh god i dropped the mic <clears throat> we have to... this is your christmas gift <laughs> we're doing this at on the recording yeah why not okay all right. I figured I wanted to give you this for a while, honestly. So Okay. Thanks. This is a little delayed. I know. The dog's getting excited. He loves opening things. You should let him help. Get it? Okay. Now it's hold it book. up for the audience to see. <laughs> it's a book. And it's called In the Blink of an Eye, a Perspective on Filming, the second edition. Now, it is 100% geared towards filming, but okay. it is 100% about editing and the kind of spirit behind it and the thought process behind um, the methodology behind it. It's not a technical book. It It's not like... It, like there is technical terms, but it's it, you don't need to be a filmmaker, and filming doesn't need to be your sport for this to apply. And I really think this is an essential book for anybody editing anything. This is awesome. Thanks, man. I appreciate this. Yeah, I I, I had one a few years ago, and it was just filled with highlighter from from when I read through it. And I really wish I could have given you that one, but I I couldn't find it, so I got a new one. Cool. This is awesome. I can't wait to read this. Cool. Thank you. No problem. You already got your gift on Christmas. Yeah, so thank I you. I feel for bad. That. I don't have it. No, no, no. I just, <laughs> I, I just since it was so delayed. I, dude, I mean, like, for, let that show uh, our audience. We're not bullshitting you when we say we're busy. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, we're really trying to uh, get a hold of time management. Is like. My number one goal this year, and uh, this pod, this podcast is going to be a big part of it. Yeah, it's it 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 is tough when it's especially when it's just the two of us, and 
just looking up and getting all the facts for each case is it weighs on you you know a lot yeah, of this stuff yeah the subject's heavy it's, it's a heavy subject. it's a heavy subject it's grim uh, a lot of the time and sometimes there's a silver light or a silver lining and uh you know a happy ending very rarely but after after so many weeks me personally i i just have to give it a break and mm-hmm. not take in so much true crime negativity really and negativity um, yeah I, I i really have to i it's depressing <laughs> to be frank it's true and uh couple that with you know winter and time changing and it just it yeah. slams you like a brick wall and uh the time change this year was ridiculous i feel like i never notice it and for those anybody listening in other uh, any other country or arizona because uh, <laughs> you're smart ones we have to do this dumb thing where we change over uh the, the, the an hour on the clock uh twice a year so we lose an hour in the, in the blah, winter. blah 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 yeah winter so now it gets dark at 3 p.m and <laughs> seasonal affective disorder is uh is a real thing you know people who feel especially affected by this season the good news is we have passed the winter solstice so the days are getting longer, but no, yeah, the, the, that initial, that first week is like, boom, it's, at, at least this year was. I mean, for me, it was like, it, it, it hit was really hard. It, and it, hit, it hit late. For me, it was like the middle of November. Like it was all, it, once the middle of November hit, it was like nonstop. I had something to do yeah. every day. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to pick up more shifts at work and, uh. I, I get burnt out really easily. We both we both work uh, full time. I have a my own day job that I'm responsible for, and we'd love to do this full time, but the podcast is secondary, unfortunately. It's as as much as I want to put it first in my life. It's it's not. No, but it's important to us. Very. So when the season hits and you're kind of feeling like ass things that are important to you suddenly feel not as important to you you know something else started to happen too and and it's something that i'm I'm kind of familiar with and I, and I noticed myself doing it again and uh once i started feeling burnt out i i, I kind of realized i wasn't eating right you know i was being very lethargic i wasn't feeling very good about anything okay any particular reason no, I mean, well, I mean, it's, it's honestly, I, you know, this, I, I deal with depression. I mean, we all deal with depression in, in some ways. I, 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 you know, just uh, something that I deal with more often. <laughs> I guess so. It's 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 weird to say. I don't want to say it out loud and like Ooh, talk about like, but it's an issue, whatever, and it's an issue that I've learned to deal with. You know, it's not something that I, you just cry about and then you like oh i can't function because of the depression yeah you know because that's what it does to your brain well it's good that you know that yeah well that's what i'm saying is uh yeah it'll it'll do that to you it tricks you into feeling that way yeah but yeah some like i'll i'll be in like a fog and i won't really know it until maybe like a couple weeks in you know my room will start to look like ass um i mean 
the the our endeavors with the podcast i the the last one i had to kind of drop on you i was editing originally and i had to hand over to you kind of last second and uh, it changed right i do remember you asking for that to happen yeah Yeah. so you know it's it's uh everything kind of starts to get a little muddled when you feel like that yeah and it can be no i I felt that way sure yeah and it'd be hard to pull yourself out and uh, even more so, I had a VA appointment that I was really, really, really dreading. I just did, I, it kind of like, the, I got a letter in the mail saying I had to go to it, and I, it kind of came out of nowhere. And then, like, my head started spinning, and it was really hard to stay present in any scenario. It was hard to stay present at work. Because you're so focused on this meeting. Well, not, yeah, the meeting, but it, it also kind of brought up feelings, you know, just on top of these other feelings I was already feeling, you know, the pre- yeah, feeling yeah. depressed and anxious. It stirs up a, a yeah. lot of emotion. Yeah, yeah. and, and your my brain is just like in this state, and when it's in that state, it's just pumping out negative thoughts like, oh, man, I'm such a piece of shit, and oh, man, I just sat around all fucking day. Yeah, yeah. And it just generates the shit because it's kind of the state of that you're in. It's hard to pull yourself out. But, you know. But you've learned ways to to pull yourself out of that. Yeah, over time. Um, right. I mean, I've I've had the resources of the VA to kind of help me along the way, and I really don't know where I'd be without them. Not everybody has those resources, and it makes me incredibly sad. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. This mental health is uh, severely... It's definitely not taken as seriously as it should be. No, we say we have a mental health problem in the country, the world, wherever. But that's where it stops. The way, yeah, exactly. The way we kind of address it is we have to be kind to ourselves and each other. Yeah, like, yeah. And that's where you have that's, to let yourself where... know that it's uh, it's okay to feel not okay, and you know everybody has a an off day. Mm-hmm. It's okay to reach out and, uh, you know, learn some coping skills or, or just talk to somebody That's about it. something that maybe not everybody still has. I'm, I'm sure there's still people out there who feel totally alone. Sure. But it starts with just reaching out to the people around you and just talking and sharing how you feel and recognizing when you do feel bad. You know, it's okay to feel bad, but, you know, recognize you feel bad and take some measures to make yourself not feel so bad. I, it, it it sounds like what I'm saying is like, we'll just feel better. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, no it doesn't sound like that. No, no it doesn't sound like that. No, but I know when I was in that mindset, I would hear a lot of this advice and that's that's what I would hear. It's like, we'll okay. just, just stop feeling that way. Just 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 go for a walk. I see. And it's, that's not it at all. It's recognizing that we're kind of a machine and our brain is works a certain way is as we 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 need to maintain ourselves and it sometimes takes a while to learn how to do that yeah you know that makes more sense then and i'm serious about it just starting with being kind to yourself it's it, it may be a hard thing for a lot of people to do they it's it's hard for people to accept kindness from the outside because they can't accept kindness from the inside i know I, I get sucked in from a to, into a self-critical spiral and I can't say one nice thing about myself. It gets to the point where like it's it, like I just become so shut in. I don't want people to see me. Very easy to do that. Yeah. And so I don't know. I, I was 
thinking about the podcast and looking back on the year and I'm really happy we've did it and it makes me more motivated to keep going. I th- so think much, we've done a damn fine job with this little podcast. It's so much easier to keep going than to start. Yeah, we built it from nothing. Just a year ago, you were like, podcast? Yeah. and I was like, sure. And then I put some goofy sound effects in some early episodes because I thought nobody was listening and I regret it now. <laughs> well, the whole idea started with two friends of mine and I love them to death, but we we tried to do a podcast and it was it just we weren't prepared we just <laughs> went full steam ahead with the idea and no preparation i had uh one little microphone mm-hmm. and a basic computer setup and we basically all huddled around this one usb microphone and and basically screamed over each other and that's a start, though. That was literally a, that's a, that's totally but, fine as a start. And that's that's my point. <laughs> that's my point. It, the seed was there, and then you know you came along with uh, some more equipment and said, you, "You guys want to use this stuff? <laughs> Maybe it'll sound a little bit better." And I just you know I kind of ran with it. And unfortunately, that those two friends that I mentioned still very close with them. We ju- it just didn't work out with the podcast. And sure. And with me and you, it's just, it was, I know you're a very creative person, so oh, I thank knew. Thank you so much. I knew I could hook you in, and I just had to bait you on the true crime yeah. aspect of it. And I'm glad we're doing it, and I have to say thank you to everyone that listens. It wouldn't be possible without any of you. I fail to recognize the audience a lot because... I forget that we're talking to an audience, honestly. it's We try to keep it as much of an open discussion between you and I. And True. I also stifle that a little bit from time to time. Yeah. You know, in, in future episodes, it may be a good idea to keep in mind that there's a third person in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I've been trying to think of it more. And that's why I wanted to, especially with this episode, as we come back, I wanted to kind of talk a little more, a little more to the audience about... Literally. Imagine doing this live. People do this shit live. Oh, man. I, I, would I couldn't do it. I don't die. think I could do it. I would die. Um, I'd have to have a bucket on stage. <laughs> yeah, me too, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of water. I'd be like, welcome, and then Just I would take a, a swig of water. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's been good. I mean, now we got... Coffee and water. We got 20 up episodes under our belt. We got four general topic discussions. So that's the metasodes. We got like a couple ter- uh, discussions on terminology. Uh, we got a we got a live interview under a belt. Um, we're sitting right now around like thirty thousand plays for everything totally, and now we're averaging around fifteen hundred a week. And hey, I you know that's no. I I am the last person to like to to talk about numbers gloat. or no. It's not gloat. I just want to feel proud about this you know it's not like this is this is this part isn't bragging to anybody on on the air it's literally you and me feeling good about what we've made and and i'm happy to have done it people in general i think are a little bit too hard on them on themselves Mm -hmm. um yeah Yeah. like we said it's it's easy to fall into that trap Mm -hmm. so i mean Maybe our listeners should take a minute to feel good about themselves, even if it feels weird for them. That's right. I'm talking to you. 
Let's take a myth. like your mind is moving like a mile a minute it's a processing unit that's what it does when you breathe it helps everything process Congratulations to everybody that made it to this day, wherever you're listening. Right now it's 2020, so congratulations to everybody that made it to 2020. I hope going forward we can uh, find new ways to be kind to ourselves and each other. Yeah, so I just uh, I want to give everybody out there some some resources that they can use if they're in a bad way personally. I, I, I really enjoy listening to Real Crime Profile. It's a podcast with uh, three very interesting people, two of which are former investigators. Um, Jim Clemente is a former New York City prosecutor and FBI profiler, and Laura Richards is a psychologist, uh, behavior analyst, and a former New Scotland Yard uh, officer or investigator. And on this podcast, at the end of each, they give some uh, great resources on uh, domestic violence, abuse, stalking. Laura Richards is a big advocate for all of that. She's a, a teacher. She goes around and teaches officers around the country, around the world, risk assessment and furthers counseling in uh, domestic abuse situations. And she's a really interesting person to listen to. So I just wanted to give some of those resources out in case anybody's in a bad way and they they just need some help, or, you know. In uh, the U.S., you can call Genesis, which is the Dis Domestic Abuse Resource Center for uh, shelter, counseling, advice. You can call them at 214-946-4357. If you are in the UK, victimsofcrime.org is a stalking resource center. Also, um, Laura Richards' service is uh, paladinservice.co.uk. This is a UK stalking service. You can reach them at 020-386-64107. In addition to those, there's also something called the Dash risk assessment uh, management model. It's basically um, domestic abuse, stalking, and honor-based violence. Honor-based violence would be relationship violence. 
So this is basically something you look at and you kind of compare it to your own life. So and, yeah, yeah, and exactly. it's a risk risk assessment. If you're completely honest with this, yeah, it'll basically assess what situ what situation you're in, what you can do to better your situation, and you know, hopefully keep you away from any danger. It's a preventative measure. Right. Basically. A lot of people in bad situations don't fully realize they're in bad situations. Exactly. exactly. So exactly. if you're questioning. Uh, this may be a good, good thing, a good resource to look at and get a get a opinion, a quick and discreet opinion. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, you can do that in complete anonymity, and a lot of people, like you said, don't know they're in a bad situation until it's too late. And again, Laura Richards, I bring her up because she is very knowledgeable and very interesting to talk about, and she's also an expert in something called coercive control. And this is something I learned within the last year. Coercive control is basically how cults work. It's it's a mind state that uh, someone has that, you know, they're basically um, infatuated with somebody that is the puppet master of the relationship. Um, it's indirect threats. It's... Um, it's it, it's it's very yeah, hard I'm, to explain. Yeah, I, I'm, I'll go into it in a different episode I'm, yeah, when I'm, I'm more say, prepared. I'm sure that this this um this reaches a lot of what we talk about. So I mean, in our case, you know, we'll we'll feel bad and we might shut ourselves in and and um our our creative endeavor, you know, our podcast kind of starts to get a little rocky. We don't update as often, but other people when it's goes untempered and it goes unchecked this is it's kind of how crime happens it leads to a lot of what it, we talk about it leads that that's where it really does it does and it, it's it may be a, a way a reason as to why so many people are kind of fascinated with people who, who do such crazy things because in a sick way we kind of understand the circumstances that drive some people yeah, you, you identify know. with some some points. Yeah, basically, I guess as long as people are listening, I just want them to know that we're, we're all feeling that way. Yeah. You know, shit is hard, uh -huh. you know, and uh, that's all right. So, you know, hopefully these resources <laughs> will help somebody. And uh, like I said, I want to use this podcast as a platform for any way we can help anyone for anything. I mean, if you guys are, like we always say, just have a story you want us to tell, we're happy to do so. If you need resources, we we have them. And um, uh, getting into the future, I think uh, we're pretty set on building our website. And so we'll... Yeah. Yeah. This year we're going to be looking at coming together, maybe building a website. I'm going to try to get a hold of maybe some artists on online maybe we can get, get some artwork going out um just so uh we can kind of firm more firmly establish uh, an image i think um gonna set up a backlog of episodes we're gonna re try to release this out within the next week of recording it uh so it's still january and then we'll probably be taking a break to record some a bit yeah, like you said, you want to, we want to backlog a, a few episodes. This way we're ahead of the game and have our feet firmly planted on the ground. We'll get that website up and running soon. And um, In the meantime, I think you can hear, you'll probably hear back from us again 
uh, start in February. And once once our episodes are are returned, then uh, you can expect a weekly weekly episode from then on out, at least for a little while. Uh, yeah, yeah. We have to do something for the one year anniversary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll figure out something if 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 it's just party in between the two of us. Um, I'm gonna do some streaming on the side, some games, you know, so just playing some games because I'm a lot of time on my off times. I'm just bullshit playing some games anyway. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stream a little bit. I'm not a streamer, so I'm not like trying to plug any other thing. But I figure this might be a cool way to interact with some people if they feel like it. Um, I'll, Who knows? Yeah, yeah, whatever. So you know, you can catch me. I'll be on Twitch TV slash J N U Z O eight. That's J N U Z O eight. Uh, let's say Tuesdays five or seven around those hours and pop in. I don't think it's going to be a very heavy chat room. So if you want to talk about the podcast or games or anything in your life, just come by. There you go. That's pretty cool. And uh, I'm not on Twitch. I'm not there yet. I don't think I will be, but I am on Twitter. If you want to reach out to me, I'm at Joe underscore the host. I also run the podcast Twitter which is at a dark tale pod. And of course we always have our email dark podcast at gmail.com for right now. That may change in the future, depending on what happens with our website, but we'll let you know. And in the meantime, if there's nothing else, not for me, stay safe out there. Evil could be anywhere, baby. Thanks for coming. Thank you. That was good. Yeah.